You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. You've lifted the weights, watched the film, and worked hard at practice. Now it's the fun part. It's showtime on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Call in or text in to the Dream Lawns text line. They're the same number. With your Tom Brady retirement thoughts. The GOAT, greatest of all time, retires. 757-687-9494. Better this time. Did so, I think, in a much more likable way than he retired last year. That's what Tom Brady does, right? He learns, he grinds, he moves on to the next. If you forget what it sounded like this morning on social media, Brady said this. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured... I just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream change the thing love you all hmm professional sports are about stars we just talked about that with the pro bowl right if you don't have the stars you got nothing tom brady has been the biggest star for a long time at least since peyton manning retired and, and even then, it was dueling stars. It wasn't like he was lesser than. Tom Brady has been the biggest star in the NFL for a while. He is leaving the league. I would say physically, but not spiritually. <laughs> right? Think of how often we hear someone trying to make Joe Burrow the next Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes the next Tom Brady. Those comparisons aren't going anywhere. But also, think of the, the gap he is leaving the hole that needs to be filled. Think of other sports that have had that style of player. How long did it take to find the next Jordan? Everybody was given the mantle. Everybody at some point in time was called the next Jordan from Grant Hill on down. Now think of uh, what the, what golf looked like the first time tiger retired. Everyone was looking for the next tiger. It was Rory. It was Spieth. It was none of them, right? those types of personalities, those types of presences, they leave a gap. Is the NFL ready for Tom Brady to be gone? Because, you know, I, we talked about this earlier. I think the if, if, if you could go back in time, the, the perfect storybook end to his career, granted he might not have some of the career records that he has because he piled on a decent amount of stats these last two years, uh, the, the, the storybook is right. He's, he's in new England. It's coming to an end. Everybody is wondering, well, is it him or Belichick? He goes to Tampa, wins a super bowl in the very first year he's there. 
drops the mic, retires. That's the the storybook. That's how the scripted ending happens, right? End scene, roll credits. But I don't think the NFL was ready then, right? Like Brady might have done a little bit of a, a, a solid to the league's popularity by sticking around for another two years. Because with those two additional years, it gave time for this next batch of young stars to not just be percolating, not just be popping up, showing flashes, but they seem ready to to kind of grab the league by the throat. Obviously, there's Mahomes. But like, think of how different Joe Burrow felt coming off his rookie year. Think of how different Josh Allen felt couple years ago think of how different Jalen Hurts was coming into the 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 again after his rookie year where he was largely a backup there's a lot of young and that's just the quarterbacks right that's not even mentioning Justin Jefferson Jamar Chase uh that's not even mentioning some of the defensive players there's a lot of stars in the NFL now that two years ago either weren't stars or, or I don't know if they were ready to be thrust into the spotlight like that I think the NFL is in a healthy place right now. You know, this is the the Bob Stoops leaving Oklahoma. He didn't leave after his senior quarterback graduated. He left when his junior was about to become a senior Heisman Trophy winner. Set up Lincoln Riley to look like a genius because Baker was coming back. Brady's leaving at a good time. Now the question is, if the league's going to be healthy without Brady, where does Brady go to hang around? Fox? You know what? Do you know what I I noticed about that uh, retirement announcement that we just played for you? And I watched the whole video. He didn't mention Fox. He didn't mention Fox. He didn't meant if I commit three hundred and seventy five million dollars to somebody, which is what Fox did to Brady. If he's going to post the most watched video of his career, I want him to toss a name in there. Tag me. Mention me, hint at me. I mean, he doesn't even have to say, like, I'm excited to work with Fox Sports on their broadcast team. He could just say, like, I am sly like a fox. I'll take it. You just better say the word. Could spell it F O X. I don't know what his plans are. I, well, I do know that the, the 80 for Brady, the, the movie's coming out soon. So maybe that's where his focus is. But, but if he's going to the broadcast booth, He's not letting on that he's excited about it, working on it, trying it, doing anything. When uh, He did it before the Super Bowl. Guess who has the Super Bowl this year? If Brady wanted to, he could probably be the color commentator for the Super Bowl. Sorry, Greg Olson. He could at least be part of the studio pregame show, which, by the way, he would have otherworldly insight. Andy Reid, yep, played against him. When? In a Super Bowl. It worked out well for us. Nick Sirianni, yeah, I don't know him that well. He's kind of new. But he's playing in an NFL that I helped build. He's coaching in an NFL that I've dominated. And, I mean, they did. he did beat them in the playoffs last year. There you go. Look at that. Pre-game show already set. I just programmed Fox's pre-game show, and they don't even know if he's going to be there or not. They don't know if he's ever going to work for him or not, unless he told them behind the scenes. But then he didn't say it publicly, which is just a waste of a media opportunity. The NFL, I think, is in a good place to move on without Brady. Obviously, Brady can go in whatever direction he wants to go. 
right? You see uh, uh, Peyton Manning doing the Omaha Productions media thing where it's all kind of sports-related content. Heck, he could go do the, the Kobe Bryant thing and just go start writing children's books. Like, there's... He could go into the business world. He could do, you know, venture capitalism and go uh, invest in the next Uber or or whatever. Like there's there's no doubt in my mind the guy has options. He's got money, he's got options. He's got a lot of time now cuz he used to spend a lot on football. I'm fascinated to see where he goes. Now here's a question I'll ask all of you. 757-687-9494 call in line and text line Dream Lawns text line. Brady, it's well documented how he lives his life or how he has been to maximize his football potential from his diet to how much water he drinks to how much he sleeps to the workouts he does to the pliability exercises he, he works on to the massages he gets. Do you think he keeps it up or are we about to see like, do you think Brady right now is somewhere taking every avocado in his house and throwing it away going, I'm never going to taste this nonsense again. Where can I get a beer? Cause the, his dedication to the craft is otherworldly. Like I'm, I'm not knocking it. I'm saying it's like the self-control he had in his entire life to be that guy for that long. Right. We, we talk about, you know, every, every uh, senior in college, when the freshman class shows up, gives a little pep talk about like sometimes your friends, everyone else in the dorm, they're going to be going out to a party. You're going to have to stay in. Right. You got to have the self-control to do that because you have workouts in the morning or it's a game week. Like you get that. Tom Brady, it's like sometimes anyone around you is going to be tasting a potato chip. You can't do it. Does that mean right now he's like knee deep in Lay's potato chips. Do you think this guy right now is going nuts? What would be the first thing you would do? If if you're Tom Brady, you've been doing the, the, you know, eight gallons of water asleep at eight 15, eating all the healthy stuff for, I'd say probably 15 years. That kind of all came into play. It wasn't doing it at the beginning of his career. It's the first thing you do. You retired this morning. I think I'm, I think I'm calling up Andy Reed and asking where's the best cheeseburger in town. Double cheeseburger, Andy, where am I going? Best in the world. Cashing in all those uh, Subway coupons that I'm sure he has laying around. He's been a spokesperson for them for how long? True. Yeah, what are the, what? he's been a spokesperson for a lot of stuff. Man, that guy's got money. Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Call and text lines open 757-687-9494. Is Brady like on a – like? When I say bender, I don't mean like, you know, drugs and alcohol. Is he on a bender of like junk food and sleeping in? Drunk food and staying up to watch television? Like, is he binge watching something for the first time? 757-687-9494. We'll be back with more Brady talk. And also, everyone's talked about the, the, the Sean Payton deal and how much the Broncos gave up and what the Broncos need him to do to fix Russell and what Sean Payton's going to do for the Denver Broncos. Can we look at the Saints side of the deal for a second and realize they just made draft picks appear from thin air? Stick around. Sports talk for the 757 from the 757. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.
Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. I missed the obvious answer. We're talking about Brady, right? Brady has notoriously been regimented. Diet, sleep schedule, hydration, workouts, stretches, training room, everything to be a great football player for for years, if not decades, right? He's been so singularly focused. He retires today, and I said, what's your first move, right? You finally aren't getting your body ready to play in the NFL, so what's your first move? Uh, And a texter hits it nail on the head. Call Gronk. Call Gronk. Get Gronk, Edelman, Amendola. Get some of the the more, uh, you know, living for the moment teammates that you've had and say, what are we doing? What's the move? Where, what, what, what club are we going to? Do we still go to clubs? Is the, is the joint lit? Hey, let's get lit. There we go. I'm not dr- what are we doing? You know, you, and you know what? Everyone on that group chat, the, the Gronks, the whoever else, I don't even know what other teammates might be on that group chat. Like that, uh, that energy is special energy. When you have the friend that most weekends stays in, no guys, no guys. When they hit you up and say like, I'm thinking of coming out tonight. It's like, everybody is like, yeah, Brady's coming out. Let's go. I'm splurging for the good bottle. Let's get the keg of the, the, the extra good light beer. You call Gronk. I I should have seen it coming a mile away. By the way, there's actually some people on the text line also saying they think he's just going to continue with the same deal. Maybe. I don't see why. He's going to become like a a late career UFC fighter or something. Why would he need his body to be that much of a high-performance missile? Well, that's the thing. I, I don't think he's going to go completely off the rails, but I could I could see him. Well, there's a, yeah, there's a right. difference. There's yeah. a difference between going to bed at 8.15 and still like, hey, I go to bed at 10. Agreed. Like, yeah, I'm not saying he's got to stay up every night, but for a while, I'm, I'm testing the limits. Well, what's the show that you're binge-watching? If you've just had this... First one? If you just had this long career, what is that one show that you would just be like, okay, I need to binge-watch this? If he's, Shoosh. Yeah. Um, I, I think I want mindless entertainment. I don't think I want to go like, you know, hard drama or any, like, I'm not going like game of Thrones or something like that. Uh, maybe I don't, that's a, that's a fantastic question. Maybe like blue mountain state or something, right? Football still. Cause that's where my brain is, but like the, the ridiculousness. And I don't even think I've seen all of blue mountain state. I'm just thinking, I, I think he wants mindless Actually, uh, on uh, on Hulu the other day, I went down this rabbit hole. Uh, uh, they put up all the old punks. You know, Ashton Kutcher pranking people. The most mindless in the world. It's perfect for background noise if you're doing something else. Because you've never once said like, oh man, I missed punked. I missed 10 minutes of it because I had to leave the room. It's great for background noise. Maybe, maybe that's it for him. The from another era by the way i think that that was actually probably from like early in brady's career uh not many of those pranks would get would, in modern culture would, would get get a okayed one of them the whole prank uh jessica alba was shopping and they just had a naked guy walk in and that was the whole prank he was just like another uh, guy was in the store they were looking at clothes he was shopping had no clothes on I don't, first of all, I don't get the prank. She was just kind of like, oh, this is awkward. Secondly, that ain't happening nowadays. Nope.
We've gone off the rails. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto, Sports Radio, 94.1. That's okay. Can we take a minute, speaking of Sean Payton, who you just heard tell me it's okay. Uh, can we take a minute to ignore the Denver Broncos side of the Sean Payton trade and just heap praise onto the New Orleans Saints? The Saints traded a coach that didn't want to coach for them and wasn't going to coach for them and got a first-round pick and a second-round pick in the deal. That's unbelievable. Right? That is, you had a, a charger to a phone you don't own anymore and you traded it for like an Xbox. That's what just happened. The Saints traded meant nothing to them. That The Saints got no worse yesterday. They gave up no resources and received a first-round pick in this draft, this April. They didn't have a, a first-round pick. Now they do, and all they had to do was say the guy that's not going to coach for them is not going to coach for them. And it's, and it's an absolute requirement that they make smart deals like this because they're also the team that is most over the salary cap. The New Orleans Saints are $60 million over the cap, the most in the NFL. Every move they make, and by the way, they, didn't, they weren't a juggernaut last year, so every move they make needs to be recklessly efficient with their money because they need to get under the cap. And they don't have pieces to spare, right? It's not like, oh, we'll do away with this guy and that guy will still be all right. Like, no, you weren't all right with this guy and that guy. Draft picks help that out a ton. That is a rent control department. That is a, a salary cap gold mine, and they needed picks. And they got one big one this year and a second rounder next year for a guy that already said they weren't going to coach for him. And, and the crazy part, I don't think the Broncos were bidding against anybody. I don't think like the, the Cardinals were also calling the Saints and going, did they offer a first? We'll offer a first and a second. It was just kind of the Broncos going like, a first? Nah. Uh, first and a second? Mm, maybe. Like they were just, they, I know this, the, it kind of gave the Saints a little leverage. I'll give them this. The, the Saints, I guess, could have just keep letting Peyton not coach. So they could have said, we own, own your rights, you're coaching for us or nobody. But if they want, like they had to get something out of them. It, it's really just, I think it was Mickey Loomis, the GM that handled most of the negotiations. It is a masterclass in, in dealing with that situation. They did not have a gigantic market for Sean Payton. He was not going to coach for them. And they got a first round pick and a second round pick in the deal. That, I mean, we we need to to pat him on the back. We need to praise him. Because, you know, there's there's a, you know, a give and a take to everything. For as bad as I think that deal was for the Broncos, it is equally or maybe even more so a good deal for the Saints. Because they desperately needed it. Do you know what I really ho- hope happens? Really hope happens. I hope I think it's the 29th pick they got. I hope the 29th pick ends up being a Hall of Famer. I hope they end up taking the the next super duper star. The person that's going to take the mantle from Tom Brady. I hope they take him with the 29th pick because then we can look back and say trading for Russell Wilson was such a bad move by the Broncos that they sent away the pick that drafted superstar XYZ for a coach that could maybe help him. That that would just be satisfying to me. 
Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. It's the Tim Donnelly Show. Call and text lines open as always, 757-687-9494. That's the call-in line. That's also the Dream Lawns text line, 757-687-9494. Yesterday, I was very disappointed in LeBron James. It was actually a couple days ago, but we talked about it yesterday. Every time you do that to LeBron, he seems to pull you right back in with a reminder of how gosh darn good he is. Coming up. Checking off the safety and letting it rip on the mic. This is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. I'm Tim Donnelly. Robbie Vogler's been producing the show, as he always does. Here's the... uh, Here's something with with the the great, great athletes, right? We know the stories of maybe they're chilling, right? Middle regular season game, hanging out, and then someone on the other team starts talking trash. Then the good player that we're talking the trash to wakes up and lights them up, right? We hear that about a ton of athletes. You don't even, that doesn't even have to be an all-time great for that to happen. Or or maybe, uh, you know, a great like a Tracy McGrady I feel like there's a billion stories of that or a uh just you know name your player oh you know I started talking trash and then all of a sudden he scored 30 ha 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 yuck 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 it's a good story to tell but the all-time greats it feels like they do that even like without knowing you exist or without knowing that the trash talk is happening right you'll be watching the game with your buddies you'll turn to your buddy and say man he fell off and then all of a sudden he'll score 10 straight. And it's like he did that to prove to you that he didn't. And you're, you're just sitting in your your living room 2,000 miles away on a different time zone. You're like, how? They just have that that sense, right? They, they sense the moment. So LeBron James, a couple games ago, gets fouled, misses a game winner. Foul's not called, throws a tantrum. He's rolling around on the ground. He lays down for almost a minute. It's a whole thing. They go to overtime, lose the game. A lot of people don't respond too nicely, myself included. The problem I had with it was overtime was still coming, right? It's You weren't down one, missed the shot, got fouled, game over, then complain all you want. It's a tie game, get fouled, no call, miss the shot, throw the tantrum, have a fit, go crazy. You're not ready for overtime, you lose the game in overtime. That's the problem I had. And yesterday on the show, I you know talked about it. Talked about it probably puts a little lightly. Well, last night, LeBron had one of those moments where he's, you know, he just sensed that people were saying some things and he said, I'll take care of it. So, what happens? Not only does he go to MSG and win the game, right? The Lakers go to MSG, Madison Square Garden, they're playing the Knicks, they win the game. But I yelled and screamed about how he could have focused in overtime and won the game. This game goes to overtime. They win the game. Not only that, but he scores two buckets in the game, gets a couple assists, and sorry, a couple buckets in the overtime, and a couple assists in overtime to win the game. And not only that, but he has his first triple double of the season: twenty-eight, ten, and eleven. Triple overtime, triple double. Sorry, not triple overtime. Triple double in overtime against the Knicks in Madison Square Garden. But not only that, in the process, right, he has those 11 assists. He passes Mark Jackson and Steve Nash to move into fourth all-time 
in career assists. If he wasn't a few days away from breaking the all-time scoring record, they'd be stopping the game for his assists records, right? They'd be stopping the game and bringing Steve Nash off from the sideline to take a picture. Mark Jackson would be there telling him, Mama, there goes that man. He'd be doing all of it. LeBron is now being asked if he's going to hang around, which would take forever, but because Stockton put this record way out front, but if he's going to hang around long enough to, to chase down John Stockton. LeBron, you're 5,500 assists away from Stockton, so you just want to stick around long enough to get that one, too. <laughs> um, well, no, nah, man, I ain't thinking about that at all. I mean, that man played like, what, 19 seasons on like 17 of them, we played 82 games or some crazy stat like that? No, nah, I'm, I'm good on that. I'm good, but uh, I'm happy to be linked with some of the greats, that's for sure. I don't think everyone fully understands how bananas this is. He is fourth all-time in assists and about to be first all-time in points. I was trying to think of the football equivalent. My first thought was to say he was going to be the first all-time passer and the fourth all-time rusher, but I think those are two different. So the way I've settled on it is the the football equivalent of LeBron James becoming the fourth all-time passer, or sorry, first all-time assists passer I guess you could say the fourth all-time assists guy and about to become the first all-time scorer would be if like Christian McCaffrey stays healthy for 20 years and becomes the all-time leader in rushing yards and fourth all-time in receiving yards now if you're saying that's impossible that could never happen exactly that's how crazy this is It's impossible. It should never happen. And it opens up these debates, right? Jay Williams, or Jay Will, who was on the show earlier this week, and and Max Kellerman on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, actually debating whether LeBron is a better scorer or passer. LeBron James. He's fourth all-time in assists. And really, when you think of what he does, do you associate scoring or passing more with LeBron? Because remember, when he came into the league, it's like, not me. I mean, he's a great scorer, but... I always thought like it was like Michael and Magic had a baby. It was LeBron James. He's he's a guy but, but, who has but, that next level. But see, Max, no, I, 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 I can't let you do that though. Do because what? LeBron is one of the most gifted scorers the game of basketball has ever seen. And what about passers? Because well, he's and he's one of the elite passers. But what happens is because he has at, at big moments at times deferred and made the right play. People have labeled him as not a scorer. What do you think his greatest ability is? Technically? Scoring. Is a, he's a better scorer than he is a passer? Yes. yes. The fact that it's an argument is crazy. Crazy. There was a great, I think it was a Nike commercial, when he first came in and it was uh, a church and it was great energy and people were jumping and, and they were they were screaming and praising and doing everything. And, uh, and it was like, he, he did not ask for the ability to score. He asked for court vision, and it was a big thing, and it was, it was a great commercial. And all I can think of is the guy who came into the league with he asked for court vision is now going to be the all-time scorer. And it's all happening, like, you know, within a couple of days of me saying that he wasn't focused on winning in an overtime game. It's like he sensed it, and he had to prove me wrong. He sensed all the conversations happening all over the country. Can you imagine if if Jerry Rice was fourth all-time in rushing yards? 
Emmett Smith was fourth all-time in receiving yards. That's what this is the equivalent of. If, if you know, Ricky Henderson was fourth in home runs. It's that kind of crazy. And he did it on a night in MSG, which Madison Square Garden is, is a really interesting kind of location because we judge our stars based on how well they play as visitors against the Knicks, right? Uh, kind of uh, Steph Curry's arrival, 55 points in the Garden. Every time Jordan went to play against the Knicks, it was Spike Lee, right? It was that whole thing. So LeBron goes there and he does what he always does. Best well-rounded game, 28, 10, and 11. And exactly what you think he's not really doing very well of recently, which is win. I mean, appreciate greatness. It's one of like the taglines of our show, one of the the core tenets of what we talk about here. Appreciate greatness, whether you – it goes along with Brady, right? Brady retired. If you were somebody that was not enjoying watching Tom Brady play football, guess what? We got to watch a lot of good football and enjoy it over the last 23 years. You were being a curmudgeon in the corner, and now we're both not able to watch him, right? At least we got to enjoy it while it was here. At some point in the future, you're going to go, you know, I wish I paid more attention to that. Don't do the same thing with LeBron. Don't be sitting here saying, oh, he's 38 years old. Uh, Why does everyone talk about LeBron? Because you should talk about LeBron. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. Gets the Fallout Boy tickets. Get your texts in now. Also, same number, 757-687-9494. Because when we come back, we're going to read your texts and we are going to ask... Does that do anything for you? Stick around. Let's read from the playbook, the King James playbook, and basketball chosen one asked the soul of the game for court vision. And it was granted to him. Can I get a layup? All day, you've been texting the Tim Donnelly Show at 757-687-9494. Now it's time to read those texts and ask, does that do anything for you? On Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right. Does that do anything for you? Brought to you by Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII. And Tim, a lot of talk today about Tom Brady's retirement. And from AJ in Virginia Beach, with Tom Brady retiring, does that give Aaron Rodgers a window of an opportunity with the 49ers? No. I don't think so, at least. Uh, I mean, obviously... You know, as the NFL proves time and time and time again, you can't predict it, but you can make educated guesses. I don't think there was really an opportunity for Brady in San Fran. Um, Purdy's injury makes it a little bit more interesting, but I think the interesting nature is now just it's Trey Lance. Um, Trey Lance has to put up or shut up. I think they give him the year after this year. If he plays and he's healthy and it doesn't work out, then, I mean, and, and Purdy's still not a part of their plans i think they may look to to do something new but i don't think i don't think the niners are in the quarterback market right now from joe in virginia beach we've been asking if this time is this for real well he <laughs> believes it is this time he said i can hear it in tom's voice Ooh. so he didn't act good enough last time well there was no video last time true he didn't write well enough last time maybe he it. only maybe he only read through the first two slides <laughs> they're Flip, flip, flip. Uh, there, there are uh, some theories on the internet that that video was not recorded today. That it was a pre-recorded, who knows how many takes. 
So maybe the little, little, little voice wobbles, little, little acting maybe. He is now, he has a movie coming out. Maybe he's thinking acting is the next frontier he would like to conquer. His co-stars have been quoted as saying he's a natural actor. See? If Sally Field says it, I believe it. If Lily Tomlin says it, I believe it. I mean, you can't argue with legends. From David in the 757, I had a conversation with a buddy and... And I said I'd believe it when the new season starts and he's not in a broadcast booth. See, I, I well, the broadcast booth is relevant. If he's not on the field, I would say like week eight is when I when I'm officially because if if like let's say the Niners get in a similar situation, Purdy done already. I mean, uh, there's a there's a surgeon going around saying that it thinks it's going to be. Uh, Tommy John and he's out a year so if he's already out Garoppolo signs elsewhere Trey Lance gets hurt Shanahan gives Brady a call week four I'm just saying like I need him to answer that phone and say no thank you and hang up remember what's happening with Breeze Breeze was getting all the, the 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 rumors and eventually he posted a picture of him golfing barefoot in Hawaii and was like I'm not playing and then finally everyone kind of acknowledged that he was actually retiring um, or, or it happened with Philip Rivers when he said, my high school team's in the playoffs. I'm not leaving. Like, you need to say no seven or eight times before we believe you. And Brady hasn't said no yet. From the 757, I think Brady is third all-time in terms of all sports regarding athletes mm. behind Serena and Tiger. See, individual sport athletes... It's very difficult. Get, they also get... I mean, obviously... They didn't have to drag anybody with them. You know what I mean? The crazy part is Brady gets a lot of uh, uh, flack, or sorry, a lot of credit, reverse flack, for playing with not the best wide receivers. But it, today somebody put together like the all Brady team, and it was the best of his teammates all across the offense. Wide receivers were stacked. Running backs, not the best. They had Moss, right? And they have Welker, and they have uh, Mike Evans, and they at run, uh, uh, tight end, they have Gronk, and they have Edelman, and they have all these. And up front, they have really good offensive linemen, particularly from the Patriot days. Running backs were Corey Dillon, who got there late in his career, right? He was really good with the Bengals, a little late. And Kevin Falk. Those were the two best running backs they had established that he'd played with. Thinking maybe Leonard Fournette, but that's, I mean, not... No offense, like that's not a huge upgrade. I think the more impressive thing is he was able to do it without a great running back core next to him. So, uh, so yeah, he was at times dragging lesser talented rosters. You know, Serena never had to say, "Gosh, I have to bring these ten other terrible tennis players with me to Wimbledon." She got to just go be herself. And Tim, I, someone told me that two wide receivers that play with Brady actually won Super Bowl MVPs. True. This was this was my my uh, was. trivia. Again, I was deep down the Brady rabbit hole today. Uh, the the trivia is we'll do it quickly here. Tom Brady won seven Super Bowls. Tom Brady won five Super Bowl MVPs. Who won the other two? Thank you to Robbie for keeping us up and running. Thank you to everybody that called and texted in. Thank you to. As always, Larry King Law for presenting the show. If you're ever injured in an accident, give him a call. 757-INJ-URA.
ed follow us on twitter our twitter handle still at espn radio 941 for now uh follow me at donnelly sports the answer to our trivia question tom brady was in seven or won seven super bowls he only won five super bowl mvps which means two of his teammates were able to wrestle a super bowl mvp away from tom brady who were they the answer Dion Branch and Julian Edelman. Both double-digit catches in those two games. The more you know. The more you know. Larry and Hampton, you had it right on the text line. Those two guys, Dion Branch and Julian Edelman, today's top shot. On the day Tom Brady retires, we give the top shot to the, the two other guys. If you want to be a top shot, check out Freedom Shooting Center, the premier shooting range and gun store in Hampton Roads. Uh, We'll be back with the 757 at 6 coming up next. Stick around for that. For the Tim Donnelly Show, have a great night, everybody.